In Philippians 1, 1 through 11, Paul begins in such an encouraging way. He's such an encourager. We are often encouraged by those we know love us, and we often encourage those who we love. This mutual love brings great joy in life and leadership. Nobody argues that. I've mentioned about the Scottish pastor from 100 years ago, James Stalker, who when asked, what's the secret of a happy and successful ministry, replied, I fell in love with my congregation. The secret to a happy and successful ministry is to be loved and to love. He's describing a partnership and the joy and the success and happiness that comes out of partnership. Well, that's what Paul is referring to. And speaking of encouragement in Philippians 1.6, where Paul says confidently that God, who began a good work in us, is committed to completing it. Wow. In other words, God preserves us by grace. And our role? To keep on. To persevere. To be better. You know, good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better's best with the gospel at the center of our lives, to keep on contending and progressing with the power of the gospel. Paul, a man of great intellect and a great teacher, which I think is a rare combination, he lets us know that there's a what and a how in Philippians 1, 9 through 11. And the what is love. And then he talks about how to love. And here's what it says. My prayer for you is that your love would abound still more and more in wisdom and depth of insight so that you might be able to discern what is the most excellent way in whatever you're doing so that you are pure and blameless until the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes from Jesus Christ, for the glory of God. I really believe that Paul's saying in everything we do, lead with love. It all starts with love. And love needs to permeate through. It's our punch list. We check. Are we doing the right thing? And then, is it with love? But what about those hard and impossible people that are so hard to love? Basically, Paul's saying love by faith. Because this love is Christ's love. I'll never forget reading a small pamphlet by Bill Bright, founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, years ago. The title of it was Love by Fa- Loving by Faith, How to Love by Faith. And I was having a hard time with this concept of loving unlovable people. And then I remember getting the picture. I have the love of Christ in me. It's, it's the faith of Christ that is my saving faith. So I have what it takes. I just have to let it out. And so in other words, when I can't feel like loving somebody, I am to let the love of Christ flow through me. That's how to love, by faith. So, number one, Paul shows that in every step we take, every decision we make, love must be at the center. That's his prayer for the Philippians. But, This prayer also is a model prayer for us, not to only pray for ourselves, but to pray for others. It is the key to sustaining this type of love 
which brings joy. It's a prayer for yourself and for others. So as we lead with love in everything we do, God provides the power to do so and completes the work. What a partnership. The vertical relationship or vertical partnership with God allows for us to have the same kind of partnership horizontally. And we need both for complete joy. You know, you can't have complete joy in life without having partnership both with God and others. That's what Paul was saying. Complete my joy by being partners with me in the gospel. You know, this is the 50th year anniversary for the Beatles coming to America. And uh, they had 27, I believe, 27 number one hits. And one of them was All You Need Is Love. Remember it? All you need is love. Well, they were right. Because God is love. And that's who we need. And we have him in Christ. And James Stalker was right as well. The secret to a happy and successful life is to be loved and to love. <laughs>